Welcome to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. The aim of the podcast is to get us all talking about money more. Talking about money is still considered to be a taboo. We don't talk about money enough. Women don't talk about money enough. And that needs to stop. In this podcast, my guests and I talk about money, mindset, and how to turn around limiting beliefs, allowing you to develop a healthy, wealthy money mindset. Our relationship with money doesn't just affect our finances, but impacts every aspect of our business. And most of all, our own sense of self-value and self-worth. By mastering your mindset, you can in turn master the money you make in your business. Welcome to the latest episode of Let's Talk Money and More with me, your host, Leslie Thomas. So this is Christmas and this is my absolute favorite time of year. Christmas is a time of celebration, coming together and also for reflection over the past 12 months. No doubt this has continued to be a tricky year for many, but it is so important to take the positives and to use them to build into your plan for the next 12 months. Spending at Christmas can, of course, bring money centre of mind for many people, and with it can come worry and concern. This is why at Christmas time, in particular, it is really important to understand your attitude around spending. I have spoken about money archetypes on an earlier podcast episode, and those with a celebrity or romantic archetype amongst their top three should be mindful of overspending, particularly if using credit cards or overdrafts to fund gifts at this time of year. Indulging yourself or others is absolutely fine, but not when you might still be paying for it next Christmas. Equally, accumulators and rulers need to be aware of tendencies to be more Scrooge-like for the love of saving, and nurturers be mindful of putting others ahead of themselves and risk putting themselves in debt to lend money to others. Understanding your relationship with money and how your emotions can become caught up in this relationship is so important, particularly when at the back end of the year, we get bombarded with ads showing the perfect Christmas, Black Friday sales that no longer run just in the run up to Black Friday, and generally shops and adverts doing everything they can to encourage children to pester their parents to purchase the latest gadget and games. This is why national deadline research shows that nearly a third of people in the UK feel under pressure to spend more money than they want to or can really afford. Your attitude to money is key at any time of the year, but even more so at this time of year. Do you think you are good with money or not? How you feel about your ability to manage money actually affects your ability to manage it. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I have said this many times before. What you think, you become. If you think you are not very good with money, then guess what? You will make bad decisions about money. And these bad decisions can cost you more than just what you spend and can leave you going into debt, which will lead to a further internal conversation affirming your lack of ability to manage money. Then this will become a vicious circle of bad decision-making, 
which leads you to believe, as you now have the evidence, that you are indeed bad with money. In order to break this cycle, you must instead think of yourself as someone who is capable of making good decisions about money, then creating the evidence that this is actually true. This may sound very simple, but our subconscious, the critical part of our brain, is always looking for evidence to prove itself right. So keep producing evidence of how good you are at something, and soon both you and your subconscious will believe that you actually are. It's always important to question your decisions around money, to actually be intentional about how you spend money and not make decisions emotionally, irrationally, or out of a sense of misplaced guilt or pressure, especially at this time of year. For example, should you buy your children everything they're asking for? What is this teaching them? Should you give in to that pressure and spend more than you really want to? It's important to consider the impact on your finances and to think about how much you actually want to spend at Christmas and how much you can really afford. Remember, children are very good at piling on the pressure. I know my children are. Everyone in my class has. I'll be the only one that doesn't have. But it's important for children to be aware of how marketing works and creates that need, which is not really a legitimate need at all. Something else to consider when buying presents for others, do they really want or need them? Or are they just giving presents for the sake of it? Something that'll be pushed into a drawer or cupboard and never used or appreciated. As a family, we all agreed some time ago that instead of buying presents for the adult siblings, we would just give presents to the children instead. This saved time, money, and unwanted presents being added to the global pile of unwanted or unused presents. Research carried out by an online investment service shows that 78% of parents say their child received gifts they don't want at Christmas, with those unwanted presents equaling an average of £265 per child per year. So whilst you are running around trying to get the best deal on the best toy, perhaps stop and think about who if anyone is actually going to play with it. Instead, there is another option. It may not sound as exciting, but investing in a junior ISA or premium bonds that could be put towards their first car, higher education costs, etc., may well be ideas that are appreciated long after the wasted toys have taken up residence in a landfill site. I find making a list or lists at Christmas helps keep me on track rather than panicking that have I forgotten something or being taken off track by something that catches my eye or questioning if I have bought enough. It's all so very easy at Christmas to get tempted by sparkly lights and discounted prices. I also think it's really important to let go of the need for perfection, the perfect tree the perfect table centerpiece, the perfect present, the perfect day. Invariably, when we look for things to be perfect, 
even the smallest thing going wrong can actually cause the experience to be ruined. Even when, in the grand scheme of things, that smallest of things was just that, small. Christmas is a time of year when we want everything to be perfect, but that's impossible. No matter how much you plan and prepare, things will go wrong at Christmas and expectations can get very high, especially if you're the one hosting the big day for family or friends. The biggest struggle for most people during Christmas is the pressure to have everything perfect. At the end of the day, it's not about how much money you spend or what presents you get your loved ones, but instead how much love and joy you can spread through your actions. It's a time to be with friends and family, to enjoy each other's company. People often leave resolutions until the new year, but an idea I suggest to my clients at this time of year is to make a Christmas commitment, something that you want to start doing now and not wait until January the 1st. Whatever it is, write it down on a piece of paper and put it into one of those larger sized clear baubles that you can buy on Amazon and places like that. And then place it in a prominent position on your Christmas tree as a reminder of the commitment you have made. It may be to relax more over the festive holidays. It may be a reminder to track your bank account daily, something that I recommend that all my clients do. It may be to consistently journal around a new money story you want to commit to. Whatever it is, it must be positive and something you can and want to commit to. Then when Christmas is over and you take down the tree, take out the piece of paper from the bauble and put it somewhere prominent to remind you of that commitment that you've already started even before the year was out. The most important thing about Christmas is to remember it is really just a day. Despite everything marketing companies would like us to think, that the memories of time spent together are far, far more important than what present was or wasn't bought. Create traditions that don't involve spending any money and ensure this time of year is about each other's presence. P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, and not presence. So, from my family to yours, I wish you a very happy and healthy Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast. If you have enjoyed it, I would love it if you would tell somebody else about it. You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social media tagging me, Leslie Thomas Coaching on Instagram or the Money Mastery Business Coach on Facebook. But if you do, I promise I will give you a shout out in a future episode and I will be hugely grateful. I can also be found at Leslie-Thomas on LinkedIn. If you would like a copy of my free resource, Three Mindset Shifts, double your income, then please go to leslieathomas.com forward slash let's hyphen talk hyphen money. I would love to hear from you, so please do email me at leslie at leslieathomas.com. I will reply to all messages, but please do be patient. Until next time, remember, 
master your mindset, and in turn, you can master the money you make in your business.